0: Welcome to another episode of the Bench Time Podcast, presented by HO Scale Customs. Now, buckle up, you fine scale freaks! Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode nine of the Bench Time Podcast. I'm Brett Wiley. I got Todd Wiley with me. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up this week. We always have cool stuff every week. At least I hope you guys think it's cool. Um, you know, we're gonna go over a couple new things. We got a couple announcements coming up. Uh, some special guests that we're going to go over later, and we're just going to jump right into it. So I'm going to hand it over to you, Todd, and you can start with the. Oh man, I had a cool thing I was going to say, and I messed it all up. Start all over. Right. You're up. I'm going to keep it in. You're you're up.
1: Oh man. Okay. Hey, uh, just uh, this is Todd here. How you doing? Um, episode. Nine I'm just not again. good at
0: saying cool things. What? I'm just not good at saying cool things. Yes. I, had, I had this the whole time I'm doing that intro, I'm like, man, I got I got a really sweet line to say to hand it off to you, and I I bombed it. So it's your turn.
1: <laughs> it's my turn. Okay. Hey, thanks. Uh no pressure. So um we're gonna start in right away this week. You know, it's raining, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been through all that. It winter sucks. Uh, we're moving on. Tearing out old scenery. We talked about doing it last week. This week we're gonna hit um, we're going to talk about not how to tear out your old scenery. You, it doesn't take a genius to figure out how to tear something out. All right? Rip it out. Okay. Whatever you have to do, chisel it, chop it, smash it, whatever you decide, whatever is your destructive needs, that's your way. But what we're going to do is talk about why you would possibly ever want to do that. You know, um, Brett, you You, you know, uh, we talked, we torn out a couple of things recently on ours. Yeah. And, a little bit of a heartbreak. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's it's definitely something that you have to contemplate in your head and process before you do it. And you know, you're you're proud of what you do, and it's something that you, you thought looked awesome when you first built it. Well, now it don't look too good because your skills you know, have yeah, gotten better.
0: You, you live and learn and you hone on, you hone in on your skills and and you realize a year later, you go, oh man, what was we, I doing on that
1: end? We could have done this, you know? Right. And and um, that's, yeah, that's, I think everybody struggles with that at some point and says, hey, do I tear it out? Do I leave it in? You know, I'm so proud of what I did. It, it worked out real good. I really like how it turned out. And, um, but now I'm looking at it and now I can know, I know I could do this much better. It would look that much better if I did it. Um, and they, they you know i guess they tear out um i guess it's a struggle and we all we all do it i mean last week you were working on that one section with the pavement and we had those rocks up there that we made out of the you know what was that eight nine months ago and we made them out of the sculpt um, sculpt mold yeah and uh, i carved them up they looked really nice and uh, even to even up to where we tore them out they look really nice next thing you know you're saying hey we could tear this out there's there any real reason we need to have them there it was kind of an odd place and it was odd place it didn't make sense it didn't make any sense you're right it didn't make sense where the rocks were sitting they were sitting right in the middle of where we would have had you know a paved street and it was like a rock wall almost like a rock seawall it was kind of dumb um i had run out of I, well, it didn't run out. I had too much sculptor mold mixed up, and I had a little extra. I thought, ah, you know what? Here, let's put a rock wall here. It looked really kind of cool. And yeah, like I said, even when we were done and we painted it, it looked awesome. But then it has no purpose. So I said, yeah, let's right. take it out. Well, you took part of it out. And then we were we kept working, and all of a sudden, I look over, and you're like, "Ah, I'm just chopping it all out it was I, just gone. Took,
0: I just took the chisel to it, and now i just I blasted it all out of there,
1: and I struggled a little bit when I saw it happen, you know, and I saw you take that chisel to it, and I was like, "Ah oh, man, oh, you know i they were nice, but and I thought about it, I was like they were dumb yeah they they were in a dumb place, and right. um you know, so you know that's that's part of the one of the reasons why you do it. I guess, uh, part. I guess you just can't become married to it. Um, Your you work, if you do, um, you're not really you're not really gaining anything from the hobby if you always or if you're always just satisfied with the status quo and you you want to get you want it to look better. I feel that a modeler should. That's my opinion, but a modeler should. Want to improve. And as you improve, you'll probably want to change things. And uh, I think it should be something we strive for that we want to get better and we want to make it better. And we want to, if we have to change it up, we do. I mean, obviously, if it's something that's going to cost a lot of money for you to change it up, it may not be a feasible project. But, you know, if it's something, you know, especially detail wise, uh, the small details like scenery and structures and Details. Um, if you could change this, because you got better, well, do it. Do it. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, why not? Why not make yourself that much better of a modeler and feel that much better about your work when you're done? I mean, yeah, sure. In the worst case, worst mm-hmm. case
0: scenario is you rip something out and it doesn't look what the way you want it, and you just rip it out again.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. And you know everything we do. We think we're great at it, you know, and the other person thinks we're great. Every everything can be can be improved. Ain't, no matter how good a modeler are you are, you can always improve. You can always work on learning uh, some kind of new technique. Um, you know, that's right. that that's gonna help your layout. And if it, if that technique would help a section that, that doesn't look as satisfactory to you, well, then do it. You know, and it might be scary at first. You rip it out, going, Oh my gosh, what the hell am I doing here? Why am I tearing I think this there's out? There's always
0: a moment of, there's always a moment of like that hot, hot sweat when you're going, Oh, what am I doing? And yeah. then once, once, but once I, we've ripped a couple of sections out now. Once, once they're ripped out, it's kind of fun because then once it is ripped out and you have it all cleaned up and you clean the mess up, it, you realize now it's like a blank slate again. Now you're, now I usually get excited a couple of times we've ripped something out and to put something new in i get excited once it's all cleaned out and ready to go again cuz now it's it's a whole new project to go you know it's yeah we can it's a blank slate again
1: right it's like it's like starting fresh and you know i'd like to know out there from uh we we could probably get some of the milers out here or our listeners uh you know, write into us uh send us an email or something uh telling us you know what what thing you've had to rip out that you struggled with, but you did it, and then it turned out great. Let's hear some good news stories on it and how you made your your layout improve. Or
0: even have a little bit more fun with it. You know, send us an email or send us a Facebook message or a Facebook comment. Let us know if you have done anything like that in the past, but also let us know, has there ever been something that you that you started working on a few years ago or a year ago and You've honed in on a skill and you look back at what you did a year or two ago and you go, oh, man, that just looks atrocious. Yeah. I am going to rip that out and do it over again just because you learned <laughs> a new technique and you learned better ways. And you know, you're know you watching videos from other – there's 100,000 videos on YouTube on how to do things better. So it'd be, not only if you've ripped something out but also let's hear some stories if you've ever looked at something old, old on your layout and just gone, oh, man, what was I thinking then?
1: Yeah yeah maybe a regret story you, you yeah we've all well done out, it you took out what you thought was not so great thought you would improve on it and then maybe you didn't improve on it maybe it was just awful and you go oh my wow, regre- wish-
0: or or a regret story where uh you did something 2 or 3 years ago and you thought it was awesome looking <laughs> and then you look at it now and you go what did i what was i thinking like this is <laughs> This is really bad.
1: <laughs> we, we've had a few of this, man. But you know, yeah. and every, I think every modeler does. I think, I think
0: does. my, I think my popsicle stick uh, barn was was probably one of them.
1: I, I think when you tear it out, you have to tell yourself, "Look, this is you know." I, it's been a couple. It's been a couple years since I since I did that, and it looks okay. I mean, it, it's it's passable, but you know, imagine it could be better. imagine imagine. imagine what I could do now with my skill, you know? and <laughs> Yeah. I think that's how you have to, you know, you have to look at it and you just never be satisfied, you know, never, never, uh, settle for, uh, just, just simply satisfied. And I, I think right. that, that makes you a better, a uh, better builder or better miler. And that's, that's, that I think that's a good, a good approach. I mean, everybody has their own way and their own approach. So some, some people are just satisfied with just how it is. It may be perfect for them and they don't want to do it. Yeah. We're in You know, your, there's there's there... another question for our listeners, if you don't mind. Um, if you have if you've ever reached that pinnacle of when you said this is it, I am done, I am satisfied and I'm not going to do this anymore. Oh, yeah. I'm, I want to stay with the hobby. I love my layout, but I'm done building my layout. It's done. When is it ever yeah. done to me? I don't what know if it's that? ever done.
0: What was that? What was if you've ever actually completed a layout? Yeah. What was what was that moment when you finally went? That's it. I'm done. It's done. Yeah, I'm yeah. completely done with this layout. Done and walk away from it. Or <laughs> now that you're done, you just run your trains on it and have your friends see it. But yeah, yeah, that's I, it. I don't. I don't know. Even we haven't even become. We're not even close to. No. A third. We're not even close to a ten percent finished. No. And, and. There's still things that I think that even though we, th- we think we're done with them a month ago, I look at it again and go, ah, oh, that could yeah. be that could just be redone.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and, and so and if you reach that point, OK, we want to hear about that. But then oh, in that I want to know what what the hell do you do? When you're not building, <laughs> what, what do you do? When you, you stand there and stare at your work. all oh, this is really good. I built this. I mean, do we? Do we? What do we do from that point? Maybe do we you do. Do we just stop? And maybe that's your thing. So, hey, kitties, come down and watch the train again. It's the same one. You know? Do we? Do we change it? Do we? That's something we. You know, I need to know. You know, am I going to reach that think, point in my life? And that scares think, me a little bit.
0: I think when we're done. Uh, When when we claim that our layout is done, I think think what we should do with our layout is make it into a seasonal layout. So then we'll we'll sprinkle fake snow on it in the winter and we'll vacuum it all off. And then we'll do leaves in the fall. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, what else can you do once you say it's done? The only thing you can do at that point is make it a seasonal layout. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess we could do it that way. Put little Santa clauses. Hey, and hey stuff I got all it. that. I got
0: all that white styrofoam shavings in the shop back. We can just save them oh. from fake snow.
1: Oh, that was a there was a mistake. You want to hear about our one of our mistakes? We started off, oh. and hey, you know what? If you use them, that's fine. It worked for us. But hey, we started it, but, a lot it, you of know our. What?
0: Mm-hmm. Now that now that we did it, I, yeah. That, and now that so now that we have two types of foam on the
1: layout, yeah.
0: I completely regret using that white foam. Oh, uh, white
1: foam! The, we're talking about the white foam, folks. That that beads up when you cut it, and it breaks into a little tiny million little tiny beads all over the place. And you spend a whole For- you spend half your day instead of building shop vacuum. You know, it's stuck to everything, it's, it's stuck to me. your fingers, it's stuck. To, it, 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 you got to get it all up because when you go to start putting the plaster down or to sculpt the mold, you got little foam pieces dropping in it. What a pain oh, in the a, ass that everywhere. was! It's everywhere. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna have foam beads in this basement for the next decade
1: <laughs> and for what a, a, an extra buck or two more for, for, the, for the foam. It might even be close to the same price. You can get I that, think extruded- it's cheaper that extruded pink foam or blue foam or green foam or whatever the hell color they're running that day. Um, you know, that's, that, it's, the, de- it's the
0: dense insulation foam.
1: Right. Right. And, uh, it's so easy to carve and, and work with.
0: Well, it, uh, it, it definitely made me cry a little bit when I started cutting <laughs> the purple foam and it yeah. made no dirt. And I looked out at my basement, even though I shot fact for two hours on Saturday, <laughs> I shop vaced and there's I can look right now. I'm looking at it. There's still there's still white foam all over the place. Oh boy! So oh. I uh, it's not that. I mean, it's not that bad. It's a yeah. hundred times better than it was before. Because when we were working down here last month or two, we yeah. were using we were cutting so we've been cutting so much foam and we've been doing so much plaster work that yeah. uh, I <laughs> I um I looked at the, you look down at the floor now and it's like uh, oh it, it well you did look down at the floor and it was just a, a like it looked like it snowed in here yeah yeah but we got you you know we were talking about that the other day we we got so we knew we had to clean the floor up and we knew we had to cut so much foam and do so much plaster work that it got to the point where we were just throwing dirt on the floor on purpose just because we knew we had to clean it up
1: yeah 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 Yeah, like i said back to the the foam the foam point it had had i known we we just we went that way to start with but um, and yeah. from now on, from now on, we'll do it. But what we did do with the white foam, it worked fine. I mean, we're not tearing yeah. those sections out. Um, it's all covered up now. You'll never yeah, see it exactly. So, but you know, those are if you are going to tear up your thing, you know, I would advise that you do it in small sections and don't tear it all out and just uh, become you know overwhelmed by it or discouraged with having to rebuild. Just if you see a couple sections. Just do one at a time, you know. That's that's my that's my advice. But um, totally, think, yeah. That's. Do you have anything else on that subject?
0: No. Let's uh let's go on to your next one. I know it's a big one with you. It's uh your met your little message here to to the kit <laughs> yeah. makers, and it's All not right. it's not a bash. We're not bashing them. It's no, a good. It's no. a it's a moment of opportunity.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. This is actually a positive thing for the kit kit. Makers or the kit manufacturers out there uh, for fine scale uh, modeling kits. This is uh, there are quite a few buildings out there uh, that they that the kit manufacturers they never they never produce that should be crucial to just any small town out there, uh, town or city, and and they don't make them, and I don't understand why. I mean, okay. They want they do make the one that I'm gonna to touch on the most right off. One of the things I'm looking for is a church. And I want a I I I want a Craftsman kit church. And I don't want a Craftsman kit country church. They're out there. You know, your normal four four wall square, you know, clapboard sided. Yeah, uh, country church with a, it's white with a with little a,
0: porch on the front,
1: with a little porch, a little porch steps that go up the front and a, and a steeple. Okay, that's great, but that's been there, been do, you know, been there, done that, you know. And I've not done that, but because I don't want that in my city. If I put that in the city, it's gonna look just. I almost it's gonna jack up the city. Lo-
0: I almost think that those kinds of churches that you're talking about are yeah. better off suited for an older like a Midwestern type of layout.
1: Yes, yes. Like a small country town yes. or a Midwestern, you know, like a you know, you know, a Western but town. But not a city. We're and looking that, and for... that's great for that because there's a lot of amazing, you know, right. there's a lot of amazing layouts out there that have some great Western style towns. I'm all about that. You know, if you're running the Santa but, Fe lines and stuff like that, that's great.
0: But we're doing a Northeastern sea town Yeah. And... And we just haven't been able to find. I mean, neither of us, I'm sure, have never been able to find like a a downtown type of older Ur- style church.
1: Yeah, older urban style church. Whether mm. it
0: be whether it be brick or a stone or a stone look or right. even a wood one. I mean, we've got a lot of wood buildings, but right. I know you can. I know we've we we have a cool kit that kit from KCs we're doing right now. Right. That it, it's brick, but it's made out of wood. So I don't see why we can't have some someone somewhere can't come up with a craftsman style brick or stone type right uh church building yeah and, church
1: and, and they're out there you know yes you're gonna probably say well guys why don't you just go you know there's there's some nice plastic there are some amazing beautiful plastic churches that are kits that and uh, it's raining like crazy it's banging off my it no, it sorry. is pouring
0: here. I'm in the yeah. basement, and yeah. I can hear the rain. I yeah, can hear the I mean, rain so to... in, from my basement.
1: But uh, people say, well, you know, there's a plastic kit you can get, and why not go with the plastic kit and put it on? Um, yeah, put it on your layout. Either they make them from POA and you know we probably could
0: we could probably probably buy one and modify one a little bit
1: but a lot of them have that european look and we're not looking for that european look yeah they look
0: almost like a german style
1: and there's not the european looks awesome you know if you're modeling that but if we're in north america here i mean we're trying to model something else and it's it might take some major modifications you know not that we're beyond that it's just that uh, why Why? Why would I also the is, money it, and, is it and, and worth and our time
0: and, mo- and mo- is it worth our time and money and, and aggravation to modify a kit a plastic kit that much
1: okay Can we, you keep talking I gotta pause the cat is in the closet in here and that's <laughs> what the noise was it wasn't rain so keep going and I'll be right with you we're gonna finish the right. subject hold on so
0: I'm gonna keep going on the other thing we said so, yes you we're, you we're looking out for out a craftsman kit out, out, manufacturer out. That is able to make a uh, a church that is kind of that northeasterny type of town. And if there's something out there that exists, please point us to it. We definitely we're looking for one. We want to find yeah. one, and if we find one, we'll share it with everyone else we know because we're looking for one. And I'm sure we're not I'm the back. only people that would like one. Uh, the other thing that the other thing that we're Little looking for. You chased your cat yeah. out. I'm going to keep talking. The other things that we're looking for in these cities, and I'm sure you'll attest to it, is it's not just churches we're looking for. We're looking for schools and we're not talking about like the one room schoolhouse type of school. We're looking for schools that are not like a big huge inner city school, but you know, a decent sized yeah. brick structure or even a wood structure that would house a good sized school population for a city, not and not like a one room schoolhouse like right. a, like I said. We're a good sized school and there's probably a plastic kit out there that has it. Walthers mm-hmm. probably has one. And, and Walthers is great. Uh, but we're just not looking for that. So we're we're looking for craftsman kits and craftsman kit manufacturers to do schools, it, churches, firehouses. This is another thing. There's a lot of those European-style yeah. buildings that are firehouses yeah, we'll that you've, makes you've, set, you've seen a bunch of, too. Um, you know, and if it's it's just,
1: that's the case and I have to go that route, I will. But well, it'll be modified. Phoenix
0: has one. But it's also yeah. just not nice city and I could go that route and,
1: and I just don't know if I I, I would like to yes. have a craftsman type kit that's what we like to do
0: and it would be cool to find a craftsman kit that was uh mm-hmm. a wood kit that yeah. had the brick the brick side the brick wall but out of wood and then we could we could use that either even even if we had enough even if we could find someone that had enough modular uh, mm mm-hmm. wood pieces that were cut like brick that we could make a firehouse with because i feel oh, like a definitely, firehouse kind of needs to have that like red brick type of you know you got to have a you got to have a brick building for a right, firehouse. These, it's just kind the of a, a firehouse and no and the other couple that we're looking for are police stations a bank hospitals post offices it, you know these are things that every small town would have but we just when you get on these and and it, this is completely not we're not trying to badmouth any of the custom i mean any of the craftsman kit companies but when you get on a lot of them it's a lot of bars and factories and main, and yeah. machine shops and uh <laughs> what's another one barber shops cigar yeah, shops barber shops diners everybody makes a
1: barber shop all, oh my word they all
0: have a diner and they all have a ho- like a like a a hotel type of thing but but they don't, you know, we're just yeah. looking for some other stuff. We're looking for some post offices, some uh, police stations, firehouses, schools, hospitals, just just other more common buildings that almost every town would have. Not just not just the not just the ones with the storefront, but some other more unique stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, you know, your municipality type buildings, um, things that would be used, right. you know, more of schools your... and churches and things like. Yeah. I mean, you're. Your things that would be served that would serve the community, public service type and, buildings. Uh, yeah, exactly. You, you don't. There's not. They're not out there, and and, um, and not not in not to uh, fine craftsmen hey. type materials.
0: Hey, now and, I just came um, up with an idea, and I'm going to get it down on record, and mm-hmm. all of our listeners are going to hear it. You know what our town needs? What a library.
1: Yeah, library. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I we're modeling the thirties and 40s, So we yeah, need to look in the, you know, they didn't have books back then, right? Many You're right. You're right. They didn't they have books. They didn't have books. They had books. They had everything books. on stone and chisel. They had libraries. Oh my gosh, they had libraries too, and I get that, <laughs> but I don't. You know, I I need to know how you know. We you can know,
0: find. I guarantee you. Gave I guarantee the you. The, there was a library After the forties.
1: Yes, I get that. Um, but, you know, firehouse is a big one for us. I got some Jordan kits in here for fire trucks that I've had for a couple years. We, did, and I we haven't the house made them, them because I don't have a building to put them in. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, I'd like to that's get to really them.
0: it. We're just looking for someone who, yeah. if there is someone out there, please tell us about it because we love to share it to kind of get right. out that information on, Hey, here's a craftsman kit, uh, school, or here's a craftsman kit yep. firehouse. You know, and if yeah. if it exists, we want to know about it. If it doesn't exist, right, we want to be able to find someone that can make one because we would definitely buy a couple. We would buy some of that because we're looking for to put them on our layout. We'd like to put them together. We'd like to talk about them on the show. We'd like to share with you guys, yeah, your listeners, uh, where to get stuff like this because what's what good's a town like ours, which is all clapboard siding, basically. If you don't have a firehouse, so. Mm-hmm. We need a firehouse to put out our fire in our entirely wood city,
1: right? <laughs> It'll go up. It'll like be a great a, Chicago like a fire. Mastik. Yeah, it'd be a great Chicago fire. You know, and, and and if you and if they're not being made, or if you kit manufacturers that are out there, if anybody, any of them are actually listening, um, if they if you don't make them, is there a reason why not? I mean, maybe there is. Maybe there's a legit reason out there why you're not making them. Uh, do they not sell well? I mean, is it something that n- people just don't want on their layout? I mean, who? Yeah, you know, let's let's face it. A library is not an ex- exciting thing to look at. Okay, <laughs> but then neither is a barber shop. Right. You know? I, I I I don't envision great things when I see a, in a barber shop. I don't get all excited. I see a bar, I might get excited. But uh, but <laughs> then again, it all goes onto
0: what it all goes into what you put out in front of the storefront. So. If you have a barbershop, could you put a couple people mm-hmm. could you put could a, put a couple people out front of it kinda congregating and make a little scene out in sure. front of the barbershop to draw attention to it? Yeah. But you yeah. could also do that with a police station. You could have yeah. a guy being brought in like he's being arrested, or a couple cop cars yeah. out in front of it. Like there's plenty right. you could do. And another thing that a lot of towns have that I just thought of that isn't very well represented is a courthouse. Is a what? A courthouse. A courthouse
1: i seen a couple, but, yeah, you're right. But it's the same thing. You don't see it a lot. No. Nah, no, nah, you're right. And um, But a post office, for sure. And you can make the – the post office doesn't have to be huge in a city. A post I've seen some good-sized cities with post offices the size of a uh, two-bay garage. For <laughs> They're not very big. You can fit them in, <laughs> right. off an alleyway somewhere. Post offices can be small. and um, you know, But nobody makes one. And, and, like I said, we were saying about the, the – the barbershop thing. I mean, you, you've you taken, you could take any of those storefront type buildings and turn them into something. You've taken a barbershop, I think a Bar Mills barbershop, and you turned it into a florist, and, uh, I did, which yeah. was really cool. Uh, it turned out really nice. A, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I made so, it into
0: Audrey, Audrey's Flower Shop, which that makes me, that reminds me, I got to do one for my other daughter.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah
0: we did a building called Audrey's Flower Shop, uh, and uh, I, na- I named it after my first daughter. So in May last year, we had our second daughter, your your second granddaughter, and Mm -hmm. I have not done her building yet. So I got to make a building, Evelyn's (laughs) something. So, hey, here's a good idea. Anyone out there who is looking – well, what what am I saying? Anyone out there who wants to suggest an idea for uh, a business or a kind of – a kit to make or a scratch-built building to make for my second daughter – Come up come up with a cool idea her name's Evelyn, so come up with some kind of a a cool business that would be cool for a a dedication of my second daughter that'd be cool. that'd be a neat idea either submit that to our Facebook page or our pot or our email and I'll consider it
1: and if there's other buildings out there that you you know that you're not you're not seeing me but it would benefit your layout you know let email us and let us know that too. Uh, right. because you know we'd like to you know we could pass that along to many kit manufacturers that we run into and say, hey, you know what uh, this is this is uh so, some stuff that people would like you know Absolutely. And, yeah so uh, that's, that's all right well hey I, I, I am actually gonna that. move
0: on to I'm gonna move on to the next thing this mm-hmm. week, I um have been working diligently and i I have been spending much more time downstairs in the basement. Uh, working on our waterfront and this coming weekend and you know friday saturday sunday and maybe a couple nights this next week Mm -hmm. i will be working on plastering the rocks on our basement we're going to move into what we're working on this week Mm -hmm. and i'm going to be plastering some rocks Uh, you saw i sent you a couple pictures of the rock i did with just pure plaster yeah
1: they were awesome and
0: i'm going to work my way down i'm going to i put a bunch of pink foam down the pink insulation on the new waterfront that we added. So I am going to be shaving that pink foam down this weekend and I'm going to be adding a whole bunch of plaster rocks, handmade plaster rocks to the waterfront. And Mm -hmm. I didn't paint them. What was really cool about that. We watched that video, that DVD you gave me from, uh, uh, Doug Fiscali. Yeah. Yeah. Doug Fiscali. He had that, uh, he had the DVD on, um, you know, doing some waterfront scenery and water Mm -hmm. and, he did not paint the rocks. He he actually just used the India ink wash to stain mm-hmm. the rocks. So I tried it and I'm sold. And, and you don't have to paint. It takes like half the time to dry. You don't have to wait for that latex paint to dry or the acrylic paint to dry. I mean, yeah. And you 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 just stain it. See what it looks like. See if you like the way it looks. Edit edit a little bit with your knife or you know add some extra cracks. Put another coat of stain on it. See if you like it. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean. That was like twenty or thirty minutes compared to the hours or so it would take to dry all that acrylic paint.
1: Wow, that's cool. So,
0: I am sold on that. And then what what what's nice about it is you can put a little bit of chalk dust on it. Mm-hmm. Your you know your your quote unquote weathering pigments, and uh, uh, once you put a little bit of that dust on it, you can use your India ink wash to to kind of fade them out a little bit. And and Ooh. I mean it looks awesome. So I'm gonna spend the. Next couple days here, I know the weekend's coming up soon. I'm going to be able to probably do a, a large part of that waterfront that we just added, put oh. some rock face on it, shade the pink foam down, get that all set and squared away. Um, and I'm also going to be f- continuing to work on Casey's Workshop Blue Slipper Tavern, which we also talked about last week. And uh, there's a pretty cool opportunity. Casey's sent us, Casey's Workshop, they sent us the Blue Slipper Tavern. Uh, kit to do and kind of post our how to and reviews on it. So if you go to Casey's Workshop, uh, his website, it is Casey's. Hang on a second. I'm sorry, CaseyWorkshop.com. If you go to Workshop.com and you go to get the Blue Slipper Tavern and you work on it with us, and you you know if you're buying it soon or you want to you want to add a building to your layout. If you buy the Blue Slipper Tavern kit and you enter the promo code HO Scale Customs at your checkout, then uh, it's all one word HO Scale Customs. Then you will get ten dollars off that kit. It's normally seventy nine ninety five. It'll come down to sixty nine ninety five. So you'll get a ten dollar discount on that kit. And it is an awesome kit. I'm going to be working on it this week. We'll be posting some pictures of how we've been working on it this, you know, the next few days. And like like I said, it's a cool kit. It is uh, it is a brick kit, but it is cut out of wood. So it's a it's a craftsman kit cut out of wood with a brick face. You've seen the pictures of it. I mean, it's it looks awesome. It, look,
1: it looks awesome. I'm excited about it. We talked about it a little last week. I, I am excited to get to work on it. Uh, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, so you and like I, 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 I said, are going to collaborate got... and work on it together. But um, you know, I told you, you know, get to it. You want to start start kicking. I'm going to be. It. And I'm I'll do jump a lot in when prep. I get
0: down there. I'm gonna do a lot of the prep work on it. So like I said, mm-hmm. I already did the bracing on it. I put the corner pieces on. I put everything else in. I just need to get uh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a base coat of stain down on it just to get that mm-hmm. underlayment on it. Right. And then I'll probably well, we we'll, you and I'll decide on a paint color. This is something that the listeners probably don't need to know about or need to right. need to hear. But we'll, sure. we'll we'll I'll start working on the base paints and everything on it once we decide what color we're gonna do it. And, uh, and then once, next time you're down here, you and I will do all the detail work on it, and it, it'll yeah. be we'll collaborate on the actual details part of the whole kit. But you yeah. all in cool. all, we'll do the whole kit together as far oh, yeah. as we'll, deciding what we'll, it'll look like. But like I said, yeah. if you go to his site, you can enter the promo code HOScale Customs and get ten dollars off the kit, so it'll come down from seventy nine ninety five to sixty nine ninety five. It is an awesome kit. It is not very big, so you don't need to worry about you know. F- Taking up too much room on your layout, uh, the footprint is four and a half by two and a half inches. It's a laser cut kit. It's got laser cut walls and shingles, windows and doors. So the whole thing is a laser cut building. There's no plastic windows. the The storefront is a um, like a card stock, a heavy card stock or wood storefront. So the entire kit is completely laser cut. It, it looks sharp. So mm. when you get a chance to check it out. Head over to his site. Uh, it is it is awesome. So
1: yeah, It's go over uh, to check and, it out and for you for your prototype guys. Uh, they're all in the prototype. It is an actual prototype of a building. Yes, he sent that us, us the original pictures
0: when, when yeah. he was talking to us. He sent us the pictures of it of the building uh, as it sits now, and, it, and it, mm. it is as close as you can get
1: to it. Yeah, we talked about that last week. So, but, um, but anyways, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: head over there, check it out, Enter a promo code you can save ten bucks. Yep. That's why I'm working on this week. What are you working on?
1: Oh, man. I I am working on another Casey's. I've been working on it for uh, the last week and a half here. Um, It shouldn't have taken me that long, but we had Olympics (laughs) and some other stuff going on um, in my life besides modeling. Believe it or not, that happens. Oh, really? um, (laughs) You do other things? I do other things. But um, uh, it's a nice little structure. Uh, It probably takes two or three inches by three inches or, you know, it's not very big. And um, but it's a bait shop, Bob's Bait and Beer. I'm almost done with it. I'm adding a little detail on it right now. Uh, There's some things I want to do to the rusted roof a little bit, but uh, I'm adding a billboard, a cool billboard signs at the top of it. And um, it's it's pretty neat. I kind of changed out the sign work on it uh, because I don't want it to be Bob's Bait and Beer. I want to change it to something unique of my own. But um, it's, uh, it kit, is a nice kit. And that will be going on our dock, right? It's going on the on the big giant pier, yes.
0: Right. And, pier, uh, sorry.
1: Yep. That's going out there on that. And so when that's done, and uh, uh, it's either going to be tonight or tomorrow night, it'll be done. Yeah. Um, and then I'm starting on uh, Sanborn Coffee by FOS uh, Scale Models, and it's a it's a big coffee warehouse or giant warehouse. It could be whatever. It cool it's kit. not going to be coffee. It is a cool looking warehouse building. It's going to go down along our waterfront as well, up above the water on the main part around the waterfront. And uh, it's gonna look pretty neat there. We're gonna make it into some kind of seafaring type warehouse or cannery or so. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, but I can't wait to get started on that. That's and I have some Prizer figures, many, many Prizer figures, and I'm gonna, yeah. do some, I'm gonna do some figure have, painting. It's important for I me to get too. some of that I done. I love doing them. I love doing them.
0: I you I need, I did a few. I did a handful of them back in the spring. Yeah. And I'll admit, I need to get working on them because you gave me a pile. You ordered a pile of them and you gave me a bunch. I bought
1: 680 and... <laughs> some prizer figures, you know, in the big if bulk you, packs unpainted.
0: If you have the patience to paint them, it is a hell of, hell of a savings. Yeah. But you, you know, how much how much was that whole pack? Well, uh,
1: I, I found them on a, from a place in Florida somewhere It sells them. I could. Find that address in a company that sells them. I was get I ordered them online and got them sent to me a couple of days. I think they were they were the bulk packs. I think you get like a hundred and twenty to a pack for uh, twenty. I think shipped it was like twenty twenty three or twenty four dollars. So it really wasn't that and much. And you're paying
0: and, and for those prizer figures painted at the store, pre painted. You're looking at yeah. twelve bucks for for like five people.
1: Yeah. If you're yeah, if and 12's going low end, you know, and as for Prizers painted, you know, so it's you know, even the other ones are are not cheap. You know, Atlas and some other companies make some that are unpainted or some other unpainted kits out there that have you know like eighty seven. What an odd number, by the way. They have like eighty seven <laughs> figures in it, and uh I don't quite understand the expense of painted plastic, uh, unpainted plastic figures, or painted plastic figures, other than the fact that it does take time to paint them. But um, I don't understand the expense for a little tiny half inch uh, figure. <laughs> you know, I, I do understand
0: how, I do understand people charging or the, or them charging uh, $12 mm-hmm. for four to be painted or five to be painted. Yeah. Because yeah, we okay. sat down and painted them. And, it takes a while. And actually, $12 is a little bit cheap. Cause it took me forever to paint one.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but as you get going on them, they go pretty quick, and, and you I, get into I, a I, yeah, rhythm They do with get it easier. And, and, and you now know. you gave
0: me you gave me that little magnifying glass that 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 helped out a lot.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely helps with the magnifying glass. And I don't, old, I, I don't even have old eyes. Talk
0: about I don't even have old eyes like you.
1: and yeah. it, it it helped <laughs> me. Thanks. Thanks. Um, we're we're going to uh, in the next week or two, or the next couple weeks, maybe we'll do a. I'll do a piece on painting prizer figures. I got some uh, trips, uh, tips, ts- b- 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 tips and tricks for that. So, Spin yeah. it out. Spin it out. Yeah. Jeez, I can't get it.
0: Rider, t- 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 today, Junior.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's what I got working on, man. That's that's what I got going on right now, and uh, nice. You know, so it's coming along. Plus, of course, you know, I want to get down here and help you with the layout, so that'll be coming up here. And yeah, uh, you know, well, I'll, we ta- got I'll call on you that. later
0: about that this weekend.
1: So, what kind of music you've been doing, man?
0: Oh man, you're gonna love it. I have been listening to the Metallica Hardwired album for like on repeat for like 3 days. So I am ready to, I'm ready to just I'm ready to just to just punch things. I'm ready to break things. <laughs> I've been listening to that hardwired album and man, I'm ready to just like just start smashing stuff. So it's probably not That'd a good album for listen our to
1: listen to <laughs> Yeah, right.
0: I'm working on a fi- I'm working on a scratch built building and I want to just start smashing stuff. It's great. It's a great music to listen to. But no, I love it. I think I think uh I get way more work done when I'm listening to something like like some good hard rock, like some heavy-hitting metal or any kind of hard rock than I than I do when we're down in the basement listening to, like, blues or Frank Sinatra or, or Ray Charles.
1: Yeah, I, I find myself, if I have Frank Sinatra, I love old blue eyes, but I find if I got them on, and I'd love to listen to them. Um, I, it wouldn't be something I listen to while I drive, obviously. I said that before. Um, but it, it, you know, if I'm working here at the layout, it does relax you, but it relaxes you to the point where you know, because I know all the lyrics and songs and stuff, and uh, to all the songs, and I'll start spitting them out something you definitely don't want to hear. No human being should ever hear me sing, okay? But right. it, uh, you know, and I'll be into listening to it, and next thing you know, I'm spacing out here, and I'm like, Damn, I haven't done anything on my layout on my on my on my model. i like, and I find myself I'm like staring at the pens, the pen container <laughs> I have on the on, on top. You get of, off like,
0: into like a trance.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I have these different multicolored uh, Sharpie pens. I bought one of those bulk packs as all the colors. And uh, by the way, and sometime I'll talk to you guys about using using Sharpie markers. For uh, modeling and and it has its purpose, but um I have these and I'll be staring at them and going ooh look at the pretty colors <laughs> yeah, just staring off into space or, or looking at my uh, a selection of paint brushes or or a jar of uh, paint thinner I don't know I mean I'm like often as others so then I find I'm not getting any production done so I got to change it and so this week I would I should have been listening to Metallica I love Metallica but um
0: I had Metallica uh, and Shine Down playing. Oh, shine shine down got me. I was down here like <laughs> he- head banging. I was I was going crazy.
1: Well, I had Blackstone Cherry and uh, Theory of a Dead Man. I was listening to those two, and I kind of got a lot of work done. And uh, that was that was pretty good. You know, a little blaming on the boom boom, and uh there you go, that girlfriend. So yeah, it was a uh, it was a good time uh, with the music there this week and something different. Uh, it went a little harder rock or a little metal like, and uh, went that way. And I like I said, we have varying tastes. So um, totally, yeah, we, we like a little bit of everything. Uh, so you'll so. find our
0: music taste is a little bit a little <laughs> bit twisted at at, at, at times too.
1: Yeah. So we move on to what product of the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I think you have the product of the week. I didn't really come up with one this week because uh, I didn't, I didn't do it. I'll, I'll just admit I was lazy on that. So I think you're going to cover that one.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, with oh. with a brush cleaner, right?
1: Yeah. It's a uh, you buy it at any craft store, um, any of your box craft stores. AC Moore. And you should never um, pay
0: full price for anything at a craft store, right? If
1: you do, I'm going to flat out call you a fool. Even we, though will you're find you, we will find you <laughs> and send you
0: a postcard that says you're a fool because you paid full if price you, for it.
1: If you don't walk in that store and get 50% <laughs> off of one item and probably your better item, uh, every time you go to the store, whether it be A.C. Moore's or Michael's, I probably shouldn't even tell say this if anybody there ever heard it, they'd probably say, ah, you know what, we need to change that, but uh, Michael's, A.C. Moore. Hobby Lobby offers a of 40%. It, we've said this before, and I'll probably say this a hundred times on this show, is use the coupons. Use them. They're there. You sign up on their website and you know get the mail, email sent to you. Every morning, I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, and get ready for work. And there is an email sitting there waiting saying, this is your discount coupon. Use it today or the next two days or whatever. And it'll have, you know, 55% off of one item or 50% off of one item. And um, it's, a, you know, a non-sale item. So you find something that you need that costs money at the craft store and you really want haven't been wanting to pay that price. Well, now you're paying half that price. And uh, so I bought this brush cleaner. Um, it's called B and J the master's brush cleaner and preserver. It is a little plastic container, flat, flat, round plastic container. Um, kind of like, uh, looks like a, uh, skull can or a Copenhagen can for you dippers out there. And it has, (laughs) um, uh, it's like a white paste. It's inside. It's like a, not super hard. It's, it's just a white, like cold cream paste it's just it's it's um it'll last forever uh it's a brush preserver and i believe that if i i like to pay more a little bit a couple dollars more for my brushes um if i pay a dollar or two more for my brushes and it holds up longer for me i believe in the better brushes um i know some people like the cheaper brushes there's nothing wrong with that i am all about the cheap brushes okay and that's fine you know and i got a collection of cheap brushes too but I got my favorites that I like, and I have, and I like to take care of all of them. Because my feeling is, and it's, mm. it's if <laughs> if you take care of your brushes, your brushes will take care of you, and they'll make your models look nice uh, if you take good care of your your brushes. This is simply a matter of taking your brush at the after it's been already washed out. Then you take your brush damp and run it into this. Take some water and on the end of your brush and run it through this pasty stuff right in the can and just keep working it up into a lather and it kind of works its way through your bristles and then you just kinda squeeze it out. You can reshape it and then just kind of put it back in your in your I have I have these little pen holders and stuff you can get for office supply places and I stick my, my brushes in those and it holds its shape. It it keeps them nice and preserves the bristles. Um, they work like when I'm done it's like a brand new, it's like the brush is brand new and, uh, you know, you can hold one of your brushes for a long time. This brush cleaner is about 15 bucks. So it's about seven, seven, seven fifty 7.50 for the container. Uh, but I assure you, um, I use mine a lot and, uh, I am only a quarter of the way through this. I've had it for a year and I'm. Just estimating it's going to be four years to I finish this box box off. My so,
0: brushes have a whole different uh, care cycle. You want to hear about mm, it?
1: Sure, absolutely. It's got to be entertaining. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> so, so you you love to you. You're very prim and proper with your brushes, and I respect that. It's something that I, I just can't do it. I'm not. I'm not that type of personality. <laughs> so, as 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 you know, we painted that. Uh, that the waterfront blue, the, the the base coat at least blue. Mm-hmm. yep well that was like what three weeks ago yeah just last monday i uh <laughs> which was like two and a half two and three quarter weeks ago mm-hmm. i i came down into the basement and realized i still had not cleaned out that cup of paint with the oh brush stuck God. in it the brush was oh still stuck God. in it and i'm like oh no that brush is ruined it was a good brush too it was, it was probably like a it was probably one of my more expensive budget variety pack brushes, which uh-huh. is high end for which is high end for me. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> I I went over in a heat of panic, and I spun the brush around in the cup, realizing that the paint was still wet. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's still saved. <laughs> so I ran upstairs real quick, and I cleaned out the cu- I cleaned out the brush, and I I the whole the entire me- it's a bigger brush. It's like a one inch bristle brush, right? Don't ask. It's a synthetic brush. I don't know the type. I don't know the type of brush it is, but uh, clean the brush out. I peeled like like dead skin when you have a sunburn. I peeled that part off the metal <laughs> of blue paint. <laughs> but then, but then I realized I had another dilemma, and I had when we had done the le- when we had done the extension on the layout for the waterfront. I had stolen one of my cups from upstairs in the cupboard, which. My wife keeps an inventory of, and she knows exactly how many cups are up there. And uh, I stole one of them to mix a paint <laughs> in, and uh, I left it down here for three weeks with paint oh, in my it. Word. And I had this, I had this dilemma: how am I going to clean this cup out and not let her know that I used it? You know, it's so called. I'm cleaning, cleaning the sink
1: cleaning, out completely. What? It's called don't leave anything in the sink. Well, man.
0: you know, I was in a hurry. I was in a. A hot, hot panic. I didn't know what to do. So I <laughs> so I peeled as much of it out as I could with hot water. And apparently I left a few little paint crumbs around the sink. And she, the next morning, realized there was blue paint all over the sink. Which I thought was clean enough to pass. But it wasn't. She found it.
1: What's a little blue paint it, with your dishes?
0: Yeah, right. yeah. And then she looked over in the trash can and realized there was globs, globs of, like, peeled paint. <laughs> that uh, that was from that cup. And she then figured out what I did and, and, and asked me the the question, which had no way to win. I had no way to answer this question and come out on the winning side. She said, uh, uh, you know, were you mixing paint with one of our good cups? And I totally, y- what do you do? You're caught. You have to try and get your way out of it. So I, I made a little bit of a white lie and I got caught in trouble. So lesson to everyone out there. Don't use your good paint. Don't use your good cups upstairs for paint mixers. As, <laughs> as as good of cups they are, you're gonna get caught by your wife. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Also, uh. don't leave your paint brushes sit in your paint cup for three weeks because that's what nah. I did, nah. and I I was fortunate to salvage it, but but I would have thrown it out uh, had it been an extra day. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the only thing I leave sometimes I leave a little tiny bits of paint in my paint palettes. Oh, I love doing that! I, I love that. that. That way, I can pick them out with my fingers. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it's it. Therapeutic.
0: That's my most. That's my favorite part about. <laughs> like if I work on the layout after the podcast tonight, yeah, I will. I will intentionally leave paint in the palette. That way tomorrow I can come downstairs and get, dig my fingernail into it and peel it all out.
1: That it, really it all comes out one piece. Isn't that cool? Oh, and then you go, "That's it, clean. It sucks. I did to wash this now.
0: It sucks when it's one of the, the crummier paints and it like yeah. chips. It just oh, yeah, chips yeah. and it gets under your fingernail and it chips under your fingernail. <laughs> That's when you know you have a crappy paint. But when it's yeah. a good paint, like a, like a full cart paint... Yeah. That stuff, it, it peels out in one big chunk. It's the most satisfying thing in the world.
1: Because you don't have to clean that cup. You know? That cup needs, doesn't need to be cleaned out. Yeah, It's the most yeah.
0: satisfying feeling ever.
1: It is. I, I like to just sit over top of my trash can here in my workshop and just pick them out for a couple of minutes, you know? Seth, uh, so it makes you relaxed. Uh, it's oh. stupid. But, uh, no,
0: I love it. I, I'm totally with you on it.
1: Okay, detailed parts, man. Um, oh, by the way, that you was g- called B for you guys again. as B and J, the master's brush cleaner and preserver. And uh, you can find that in just about any fine. It's in the fine art section of the craft stores uh, for artists. It's for artist brushes. Okay. That's it. Uh, do you have a detail part? No, that's all you. I got a detail part too. Okay. So with Bob's bait and beer shop that I'm working on here, I realized that I don't have any buckets. For my bait. And it's like a bait counter on this thing. It's a, uh, you know, a bait sales counter. It's on the back side of this. It's really kind of unique for the structure. But I need to have some kind of. It, there has to be buckets to put the bait in. So I made these galvanized buckets. Uh, this will be my fine detail part. It's kind of homemade this time. I know in the past i picked out detail parts. That uh, you can purchase. Uh, this I used. Uh, probably a one sixteenth diameter um, uh, to a one-eighth diameter uh, dowel rod. Uh, really thin, thin, thin dowel rod. Cut them off into bucket sizes and HO scale uh, on my chopper. There's another tool we can talk about uh, in the future. Um, yeah, that's another I, episode. Yeah, and I put them on my chopper and cut them down into these little itty-bitty bucket size things and stuck them onto my sticky cork and painted them uh, galvanized uh, tin. Uh, I think it's a like acrylic tin paint from one of the folk art or somebody, um, and it's uh, and I used that paint color, and it turned out great when it dried. Then I took some really super thin wire, uh, the type you use in flower arrangements, and um, took that wire and cut it to um, make bucket handles, and I'm talking very small diameter wire, uh, micro diameter, Uh, cut them into little itty bitty handles and glued them onto these buckets. I'll send, I'll be posting pictures on our Instagram of those. Um, And I stuck a couple buckets on top of the counter uh, of the sales thing on the bait. And it looks, they look real. They look like real galvanized buckets. Um, with handles and you can buy them. I know you can buy them. You people out there go, Oh, you can just buy those things. You get like five or $8. Right, But how much did that
0: cost you to make?
1: this cost me probably 45 cents. Maybe, maybe not even that, maybe 20 cents. I made 10, I made 10 buckets. And, um, yeah, so. Yeah, I know you can buy them somewhere, but yeah, you know, I, I tried to make them myself, and I, I like the one that. If there's if there's fine detail parts out there that you're making by yourself out of materials that like that, uh, out of homemade scratch built materials, you know, let me know, man. I I, I want to try it myself. Uh, I love those kind of ideas. Um, let us know on that. But um, that was my detail part this week, and uh, I had a lot of fun with that. That, that was neat. It, it's going to give a different uniqueness to that building too, which will be cool. So, how about uh, your tool for the day?
0: Well, my tool for the week is uh, a box cutter, and it's pretty boring, but I've been spending a lot of time with the box cutter this week because I've been shaving down pink foam for our waterfront, (laughs) Uh, and I've been shaping the foam into a cool landscape, and I will be doing so for probably the next couple days because we added 14 feet of pink foam to the layout. So that's a lot of foam. I gotta I gotta spend a lot of time thinking about how I wanna shape it. And I've just been spending a lot of time with a box cutter. So the box cutter is my tool of the week and not the thin little like cheapo half inch thick blade box cutter. I bought I went to Walmart and I went all out and I bought the in I bought the dollar ninety seven cent <laughs> the dollar ninety seven cent one inch box cutter because I found out that it was less flimsy. So yeah. that's what I've been using. Um how about you?
1: I um, will go back to the craft store here with this. And this is a different type of tool. These are styrofoam, green styrofoam blocks you can buy uh, for flower arrangements. And um, they, they, this one here is shaped like a brick. They come in all different shapes and sizes. Uh, I just go with the brick. You get like six of them or whatever for... And you know, it's gonna cost you like six or seven dollars. But with your coupon, it's gonna cost you three or four. Okay? So Always go out and buy
0: use the coupon.
1: That's right. Yes. So, you know, just put the uh I put the block, I use it on my on my workbench. Um you can stick small detail parts in it, you can stick dial rods in it, anything you're painting uh, that you want to not move around much and you want to have that extra hand available um, you know, for for painting or gluing or whatever you're doing, uh, these foam blocks are great to stick stuff into. Eventually, it'll get a million holes in it, and you'll have to dispose of it and get another one. So be it. You got a pack of five of them or six of them and dig a new one out. But they last a long time. I'm still on the first one that I bought out of this pack, and I bought that three months ago, and I still haven't filled the – yeah, I still haven't used it all up. And you can reuse no. some of the holes in it too. It holds up really well. They're not super, they're a little on the lightweight side. Say so you want to make sure something nice and square and sits firmly on your, on your workbench because they're very lightweight. Uh, but they're great for holding stuff, and uh, that's my tool this week, man.
0: Cool, cool. I, what, what's the other tool that you handmade this week? Well, it's not really a tool, but it's a storage item? What What were you working on? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Do, Under, you were uh, you sent me a picture on like Friday or Saturday night, uh-huh. and it looked like you were making yeah. plastic flutes.
1: <laughs> I thought you were making flutes. Well, I I, I have a a shelf here. One of those wire rack <laughs> shelves you can attach to the wall has the bracing and stuff, and so you get them at your hardware store. They have you know their wire rack. Uh, Shelves, maybe six foot long, and they have um, metal bracing that comes down and attaches to wall. Well, I, I had these up here and they hold a lot of stuff. But I had this bag of of strip wood, all these different lengths of strip, strip wood, two and three foot long, and you know I was picking them up right and left at the at the at the stores, uh, at the craft stores with my coupon. Um, and I could pick up these little um, strip wood pieces, and I had them all in one plastic bag. That one of them came in, I guess. So I got I got some other wood in, in that bag, and I, so I stuck them all in there. And every time I got up on my shelf to get a strip wood piece out, they were falling out all over the place and landing on the floor and behind the you know behind my shelf, behind things on my shelf, and and when I sat in the bag up there with those long pieces. It didn't sit, they kind of sat and bowed because they were leaning on things, so they're misshaping my wood. And uh, so I went out and bought these PVC tubes about an inch to an inch and a half uh in diameter. And not, I'm talking the small ones and and you know, not real expensive. You get five foot length, and I think it was like three dollars at, at Lowe's or Home Depot. <laughs> and I bought two five foot lengths and cut them down into one foot lengths and attached them underneath my right butt up against each other um so they're facing out underneath the shelf and they're attached under the shelf and it's like a rack of tubes it looks like uh you know they're, they're laying horizontally and um i you know i i cut and sorted by size all my different strip wood and stick them into each tube so now they're easy to sort and pull out when i need them and I don't have them all over the place. I cut my the long two- and three-foot pieces down to one, one, one foot or 13 inches so they hang out mm-hmm. just a little bit. And uh, and that's that's how I organized that. So, yeah, I did that this week, too. Uh, you know, nice. Getting things organized really helps out. So
0: Yeah, I spent the entire weekend, other than putting foam down, I spent mm-hmm. the weekend organizing. Sure. So, yeah, I know it, it, it might not have seemed like I got a lot done on the layout itself, but yeah. as far as the basement I got a lot of stuff pushed out of here that I didn't need in in, in the basement and I organized which, a ton so which
1: may, which makes your jobs easier when you do get to work on it you know and,
0: and honestly when you come down into the basement it helps you enjoy being in the basement more because it's yeah. it's less so cluttered. there's yep. less stuff you gotta when I would come down and it was cluttery looking yep I would spend more time worrying about that clutter than I did working
1: right
0: so now that I just spent you know, two or three hours last weekend, just pushing yeah. stuff out of here and clearing out the clutter. When I come down now, I I'm sitting here now looking at everything, going, "Damn, it all it all looks clean." I'm ready to work. When I yeah. when I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to probably work for an hour or so, just just doing stuff because yeah. I, I enjoy being down here because it's not so cluttered. The environment.
1: Down. The environment is is focused on your your work and right. your layout, which is right. which is and, great.
0: And the more clutter I get out of here the more i felt yeah you know I, I would just be able to focus on the layout and, yeah. and my kits
1: well i got one so, thing to add here before we wrap it up i yeah, have yeah totally a, go for it i put up on instagram a contest for a doll head our our famous doll head it sits on my workbench we got to give her and, a name and, and at um, the end
0: of at the end of tonight when you're listening yeah. to this podcast it'll be tonight friday at midnight it's this yeah. contest is over
1: yeah, yeah. So get online and give her a name. You got one I'm not even a complete day to give her a name, but get on Instagram or our Facebook and uh a, and put a name up for her and you have a chance at winning an ancient scale coffee mug. The really cool mu- our bench mug. And uh it's a really cool coffee mug for your workbench and uh you'll the the, the one that we select, uh the coolest name for uh the creepy doll head. Is going to get that. Uh, so, yep, that's uh, that's what we, we have. A few
0: entry, there's a few good entries already. So, yep. Uh, yep, we hope we hope by the time you listen to this, you'll jump onto our Facebook or our Instagram page, and uh, it's a it's a couple it's a couple posts back, but we'll 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 reshare it tonight, and uh, so it's on top of the feed.
1: Yeah, it's a goofy and, thing, but hey, it's something fun we're doing for fun and lives, you know? Hey, it's so. just a
0: goofy, fun thing. Everyone's probably got something goofy on their bench. You do. <laughs> I know I do. I got a couple yeah. goofy-ass things on my bench. Right. So, uh, you know, we're just trying to come up with a name for it. We're trying to have fun. We're trying to yep. spread some spread some interaction here on the site and, and on our pages. So, comment on it. Come with come up with a name for the creepy doll head, and we will uh, – yep. we'll, we'll, we'll both – tomorrow night we'll both come up we'll both uh, talk together and come up with what we thought was the funniest of the entries yep. and we'll announce the winner and sounds good and' they'll, they'll get a complimentary mug
1: sounds good you know and uh, even the one comment I had the person didn't even name it it all they said was, if you name that doll, it was a woman, and she said, if you name that doll, you, you know what happens when you name that doll. And I'm th- now I'm creeped out, thinking, yeah, I don't want it's I, gonna I, come to life if I <laughs> give it a name, you know. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have like uh, the Annabelle story here, you know, like a horror <laughs> movie. I'm you gonna know, be running away from a doll in my house. But,
0: um... I'll come over and perform an exorcism for you if you
1: want. <laughs> so this lady creeped me out. Now I got thinking about that. Maybe we shouldn't give the the damn thing, a name, but we're yeah, we are. It's for fun, and we're we'll gonna have a good time with it. If Actually, it starts, I, 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 now I think the doll head's badass on my on my on my workbench. So, but whatever. If it
0: starts, if it starts moving around or it creeps you out, we'll just burn it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, well, definitely. If it's, if it, that's that's it, it's destroyed. Uh, it's going it's getting a three pound sledge if that happens. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting the gasoline treatment. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, we might. Yeah, well, I might have. Well, like, hey
0: everyone, that's it. Uh, it was an awesome week again. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our podcast. I hope everyone <laughs> is modeling well and hope everyone is working on their layouts and having some success with it. Uh, we hope that there's a lot of hopes right now. We just enjoy making this content. I know my dad and I have a lot of fun just getting on a on a call like this and, and making a podcast for everyone and, and, and getting together just talking about model railroading. It's a lot of fun for everyone. It's it's a lot of fun for us. It's a lot I hope we hope it's a lot of fun for you. We've gotten some good feedback from everybody and you know, it's just it's just it's a cool thing we're trying to do together and and uh, make Bring a little bit more of a of a newer age community together for model railroading. So, um, we we enjoy your feedback. We appreciate everything. We we've, we've gotten a lot of comments on everything so far. We're only nine episodes in, and we're and we're getting some feedback. So yeah. I think that of a, I think of that as a pretty good success. How about you?
1: I'm loving it. I'm loving it. You know, uh, we're getting feedback on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we're we're just shy of a of a thousand uh, followers on Instagram. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot to a lot compared to some other Instagrams, but we're talking about a niche part of the hobby here with fine scale detailing and, and uh, you know, structure building and, and that type of thing. So that, and it's that, a that niche, I'm, I'm impressed. It's a, that
0: it's, it's a niche part of the hobby mm-hmm. on Instagram, which is a very young audience usually. Yeah. That we have not paid a dime to promote. And it's strictly all on your guys love for our stuff. So, yeah, we yeah. we greatly appreciate that. We have not spent a exactly. dime on Instagram. It has all been very organic traffic. It yeah. has not been a single paid promotion on it. I think we might have done one. So
1: let me yeah.
0: let me back that up. One. But we I think got I did like one nothing promotion. when we did
1: that. So I know. did
0: one and we didn't get anything from it. So nah. all of so, the stuff we got from Instagram is uh, strictly you guys loving our stuff. Yep. And if you're not on, if you are on Instagram and you haven't liked our stuff, make sure you go over and you hit that follow button because yep. we're trying we're to get to a thousand. Up,
1: we're ten away. Just as I looked, so
0: we 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 post a lot on Instagram. Yeah, uh, we're going to be starting to do a lot more on Facebook soon, mm-hmm. or we are, we well we already have been doing a lot on Facebook, I should say. Right. Yeah. Uh, we 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 were, we kind of went gung ho with with Instagram, and we didn't really pay attention to our Facebook for a while. Yeah. so our Facebook is now also a big part of the uh, of the whole thing and we're it's paying fine. a lot of attention to Facebook now we're posting some polls we're just doing some you know some fun stuff on Facebook now as well as Instagram so get mm-hmm. on Facebook get on Instagram like us smash that like button hit the follow button uh, you know as always check out our website. You can always go to patreon.com forward slash scale customs. I'm due right, to, really,
1: to write a new article up there too, by the way. So uh, yes, should be we, having up we this weekend. have
0: not been too good on the blog. We, I think the last post was on Sunday. We yeah. will be posting again very soon. Yep. We had a crazy busy week. Yeah. Uh, a lot of other stuff going on as mm-hmm. you know, we're model railroaders, but we also have a lot, another life going on. Right. I got two daughters. I got my wife. We're, we're, right. we're, 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 we're running around like crazy. So, uh, I will be posting here in a very, very near, you know, this weekend I'll be posting a couple posts on the, on the blog. I'm sure you'll be posting yep. something soon.
1: Don't forget uh, our but, patreon.com, uh, dot N.com, uh, forward slash H O skill customs. Um, if you, you know, check us out there and, uh, you know, if you if you're feeling, you're, you really like this? It'll really help us out with, uh, being able to give you better podcasts in the future. Uh, if you right. want to contribute, enter some cool prizes and uh, gifts that we'll give you for, in the process of doing Yeah, it, for so. every
0: every level of uh, every level of patron, like a patron level you hit, you'll get cool stuff in return for it. Right. Uh, it also goes the anything you you devote to be a patron to our blog and our podcast our podcast will go towards, you know, better equipment, better hosting, better you know everything everything that goes with our podcast and our blog to create better content. So we're, yeah, we're trying we, to look, we do this
1: because we do all this because, you know, we love the model railroading, but you know, we want to help everybody else out. If we have a way or if you have a way, we want to be able to share those ways with other people. And, um, you know, that's, Our whole that's whole thing, thing is,
0: uh, we're, we're, we're just trying to make, we're just trying to bring a, together a community of model railroaders. And, uh, right. and even if we have a hundred listeners and that's it, that, that, that's a success for us. So, yep uh, yeah, go all, ahead and check out all those things check out all those different things we got a bunch of different avenues share it on your own pages make sure you get the word out because we're just trying to make a collective community of model routers that, that we really don't feel very well represented right now so check it out hit the, smash, hit the like button smash that follow button on Instagram check us out on Patreon just love our stuff Let's hope. That, we hope you just like our things
1: that's it that's a wrap have a great right. week bro. have a great weekend everybody
0: with that note uh next week we will have a special guest we have a interview coming up oh. with a with a special guest we got on we we he's pretty prevalent on Facebook and we will be checking him we will ch- be checking in with him sorry uh on our next episode and we have a few more other special guests scheduled in the next few weeks and uh, look forward to a few guest appearances here on the next couple podcasts so With that, I'm ready to sign off. How about you?
1: That's it. Have a good one. Have a good weekend, everybody. All right, everyone.
0: Have fun. Have fun this weekend model railroading. And we hope to see you all across the internet on our different uh, avenues here. Facebook, website, Instagram, Patreon, you name it. We want to see you there. All right, guys. See you later.